Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Scott Luton here with you on Supply Chain Now. Hope you're doing well. I wanted to take a break from our typical programming and share a few thoughts on one of my favorite topics, good news. And to keep up with the theme, let's talk today about good news now. With all the challenges, headaches, and turmoil of the last few years, I think now more than ever before, it's critical to call a timeout and take a moment for yourself, but also deliberately focus on some of the good things going on across our communities, our industry, and certainly our families, both at home and at work. Oftentimes, there are plenty of business lessons to be learned from celebrating good deeds and big accomplishments that we see out in industry. With that said, I want to share a few thoughts with you, our Supply Chain Now family and listeners all around the world. So I want to start with talking pickles. Yep, you heard that right, pickles. So growing up, my family was full of pickle eaters, rarely homemade. We relied on the store-bought varieties. Mount Olive Pickle Company Incorporated was probably the most common brand that you'd find in our fridge. I had an uncle that always preferred the Clawson brand. And my grandparents on both sides is where I first had Vlasic brand pickles, which is now part of the Conagra brand's portfolio. The Vlasic company story starts with the founder, Frank Vlasic, who moved to the U.S. from, from Livno, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. Vlasic would save money from his car foundry job and would eventually begin a creamery business in Detroit. Frank Vlasic would pass the company along to his son, Joe, who would transform the business. During World War II, Joe would add a key product line to the Vlasic company, which at the time focused on milk and cheese. He would try selling Polish recipe pickles in a glass jar, and boom, demand skyrocketed, and a food industry icon was born, Vlasic Pickles. Joe Vlasic once told the Detroit Free Press that, quote, we decided that pickles are a fun food, we decided we didn't want to take ourselves or our business too seriously, end quote. Thus, the legendary Vlasic Stork cartoon commercials, if you remember those, those were rolled out in the 1970s. The Stork would wear a bow tie and smoke cigars just like Joe Vlasic. And hey, Joe would run a tight ship too. One of his mantras that employees knew well was, quote, give me good news fast and bad news faster, end quote. How many different ways is that applicable in today's global supply chain environment, huh? Joe Vlasic would eventually sell the company to Campbell Soup, where he served as chairman of the board in the late 80s. He retired altogether in 1993. Joe Vlasic passed away just a few months ago on May 8, 2022, in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Lots of lessons to be learned from business leaders of the past, and you can find a ton of inspiration and, and new ideas by leaning into history. Speaking of inspiration, I may be telling on myself a little bit here, but hey, I'm a fan of Star Trek. Now, I never was infatuated with the original series, but certainly have enjoyed the Star Trek movies with the original cast members. I watched a ton of those movies with my mom. I've also been a fan of, much to Amanda's chagrin, of Star Trek The Next Generation and Star Trek Voyager here in, in more modern times. 
Now, as you may know, sadly, the Star Trek Universal family and our world lost a titan recently, as Nichelle Nichols, who played Lieutenant Uhura on the original show, well, she passed away at the age of 89. Not only was Nichols celebrated for her acting, but even more important, she was celebrated for being an incredible champion for inclusiveness in all aspects of global business and certainly the space industry. I'd like to share this excerpt from Stacy Y. China, a journalist who wrote an obituary for Nichelle Nichols via the New York Times. Quote, Once the show ended, Nichols continued to be a catalyst for inclusion. In the 1970s, she went on a nationwide tour of universities and professional organizations encouraging the country's top women and people of color, who were scientists, engineers, and mathematicians, to apply for the astronaut program. And they listened. Charles Bolden, a former Marine Corps Major General who flew on four space shuttle missions and also became NASA's administrator for eight years, credited Nichols' tour with giving him the idea to apply. Mae Jemison, the first African-American female astronaut, often cited Nichols as an inspiration. As a result of her tour, people like Sally Ride, Judith Resnick, Frederick Gregory, and Ronald McNair all became astronauts, end quote. Well, may Nichelle Nichols rest in peace, and may we all embody and embrace her powerful leadership example. Speaking of the late Dr. Ronald McNair, who was from my home state of South Carolina, of course, he was sadly one of the seven astronauts lost in the Challenger disaster in 1986. Now, if you haven't seen it yet, I'd highly recommend that you check out the Netflix series Challenger The Final Flight, which paints such an interesting and intriguing portrait of Dr. McNair and his six colleagues and their families that were part of the crew. Finally, I want to shift gears to share a big opportunity for our supply chain now global family to jump on and to truly help do good and help folks in need. Our dear friends at Vector Global Logistics have been leading a special initiative that is focused on helping our friends in need in Ukraine, Poland, and a greater area. Millions of folks, as we all know, sadly have been deeply impacted due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Now, the Vector team, in partnership with many individuals and organizations, including our team here at Supply Chain Now, well, we've all been working together to find specific needs of those in Ukraine and elsewhere, and then ship humanitarian aid to these folks. Thus far, over 325,000 pounds of relief have been shipped and marshaled to those in need. Hey, that's great news. Wonderful news. But unfortunately, we have got a lot more to do, a lot more folks to help. And that's where we need your help. So the Vector team conducts planning sessions monthly to identify needs and resources, as well as discuss and disseminate critical information on what's taking place in Ukraine and the region. Now, I want to personally invite our entire Global Supply Chain Now listener base to join us for the next session. That's going to be held 11 a.m. Eastern Time on September 13th. I invite you to come and listen to the updates. And you know, if you're in a position to give, 
well, we'd certainly welcome that too. As Greg White likes to say, there's never two gift that's too small. We'd welcome any type of donation to the effort. You're going to find a link to that planning session in the show notes. Hey, one final item on a related note. Big congrats to our dear friends at Vector Global Logistics for making the recently announced Inc. 5000 list. It is so refreshing to see companies do well that have a commitment, a real commitment, a deeds not words commitment to making the world a much better place. Big high five and digital hugs to Enrique Alvarez and the entire team over at Vector Global Logistics. Hey folks, that's where I'll wrap this brief message today. Again, a, a, a different message. I want to take a pause from, from our, our standard daily programming. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You can learn more on each of these things I've touched on in the show notes of today's episode, so check that out. Again, we'd love to see you in September at the planning session. But most importantly, whatever you do today, whatever takeaway you have from this brief message, on behalf of our entire team here at Supply Chain Now, Scott Luton signing off and challenging you, hey, it's all about deeds, not words. Lend a helping hand to someone in your community. Now take that action. Do good. Give forward. And be the change that's needed. And on that note, we'll see you next time right back here at Supply Chain Now. Thanks, everybody.